Hey, you! Hey, here's one of my favorite episodes of The New Day. Feel the power. Check out the rest on Spotify. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Welcome to the greatest podcast of all time, and it is entitled The New Day. Feel the power, baby. We got a special guest with us this time around. Name is Megaran. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Megaran, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Ah, I appreciate that. To ever walk this earth. I'm no little dicky though, but, but thank you. Don't get yes, started on knows. Lil Dicky. He knows. It'll be an hour later. He knows. This is my man. This is my man. So uh, if you guys are not aware of who Megaran is, Ren, can you give him a little bit of information about yourself? Uh, I call myself teacher, rapper, hero, former teacher, educator, turned uh, musician. I love video games, comic books, pop culture, and I love hip hop. So one day I got an idea to put it all together, and uh, here I am, <laughs> all these years later. Hell yeah. yeah. So uh, the way that I found your music is I was in FCW at the time, trying to go through theme music, and needed something, and uh, I typed in like chip tunes, and your song, uh, I think it was Looking Up, hit the, hit, the, hit the speakers, and I was losing my mind. I was like, this is incredible. So then just typed in your name, found a bunch more music, and I think it was like uh, when the robots took over, it's like one of my favorite tracks by you. So anyway... Uh, through the internet, found your email, shot it to you. It was like, hey, really like your music. And we became friends. Yeah. I was like, who the hell is that? No, I'm just kidding. Um, nah, he's like, I'm a wrestler. And I was like, sure. No, mm, um, mm. no, no. I was I started reading through. I was just like, oh man, this this seems really cool. Like, absolutely. It's one of those like secret dreams that musicians have, like to be someone's theme music. You know what I mean? So when he said that, I was honored. So I'm like, yeah, absolutely, man. And then here we are. Yes. So from there, we had this, this budding, beautiful relationship. Uh, came to WrestleMania with me, yes. me and the fam. Yeah. Uh, I remember one story specifically. You were very excited to oh, see come on. Bret Hart. Don't do this. <laughs> best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Go on. <laughs> after, uh, essentially at the, at the WrestleMania after party, like you can bring some friends and family members, but it's, it's a thing like, like for, the, for the guys and girls, you know? So people, uh, we tell our, our guests, you know, just relax. Don't try to like get in people's face for pictures and stuff. But then everybody kind of starts getting hydrated mm -hmm. and a little bit of courage. And I see Ran over there talking to Brett for a few minutes. And I'm like, oh, I know he's so happy to see him get a picture and Brett's all cool. I have no idea what I said either. It was just a lot of blabbing. But, <laughs> but he was super cool, man. Um, and I, I was thinking like, okay, I can't embarrass Woods. Like, I got to be chill. Because I remember you telling me like, swallow it. <laughs> swallow it. It'll be Suck okay. it up. Don't embarrass me. And I was like, okay, okay. And uh, so, yeah, man, once everybody got loose and comfortable, uh, we had a chance to have a conversation. And it was it was epic, man. Like, being able to just sit next to somebody that he grew up kind of idolizing. Like, I always wanted to be that kid he put the shades on, you right? know? Oh, <laughs> yeah. all. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, that was, that was a cool thing. Thank you for that. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. 
The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. So we fast forward a little bit, and uh, it's New Day versus the Usos in an epic rap battle. This was your idea, by the way. This was my idea. You pitched a rap battle. <laughs> I did pitch a rap battle. And I was like, okay, this is different and it's cool. But in my mind, I was thinking, well, don't get me to rap. <laughs> I am horrible. I never, I love hip hop. I love the genre. <laughs> I listen to a ton of hip hop. But not once in life did I ever, ever dream of rapping a single bar on TV on wax ever. That's not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> but you never like freestyled in the mirror, like spit some, yo, my I, name is I E. Did yeah, 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 did yeah, it. Yeah. Come on. You can, you can bust one right now. Like, oh, no. for me. Go ahead, bust one right yo, now. You need a beat? Out your mind. Bust yeah. something, bust something now. You out your rabbit ass mind. Shut your ass So we have this rap battle, and uh, I want to say we're in Arizona. Yeah. Phoenix. July 4th. There we go. Yes, so we had our American flag here. Rand was in town. I said, Rand, you want to come through and be on our, like, on our squad for this rap battle? He's like, all right, dope. And so while we're back there, we're going over our lines and stuff and trying to make sure we got some bars and letting Rand listen to him. He's like, yeah, yeah, that, that's good. You know, maybe, maybe change the inflection here a little bit. So we think that we're good. We think it's all great because... It's a wrestling audience, and we're in Phoenix. They're not going to understand if we, like, go in on these guys and, like, have these these crazy intricate bars and we wrap it all fast. As, so if, as if we could have done that exactly. anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> that was my excuse. Oh, yeah, they, they won't understand, so I'm just yeah. not going to do it. Let's just break it down and, and I, I could. keep it simple. Yeah. For y'all. For y'all. <laughs> we'll rap slowly. And so we did that, and Brandon was like, yeah, yeah, we're good. And I just remember, once they started... Feeling that dread, that oh, oh no, we're like God. yo, oh, yeah, yeah, and, no. and came to play, <laughs> yeah. Which what, we, what they did too, which I'll always remember is we during rehearsals we actually had we told the writer what our lines were gonna be because we went over them, made sure we had them. We had them for rehearsals. Usos got to hear them. Usos were supposed to submit theirs to the writer too and do them for a rehearsal, and they were like, nah, nah, they nah, didn't, nah, they didn't. Nah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. But like, hats off to them because that was smart. That was like they took it. They went like, oh, we're going to come for the next. That's how they approached yeah. it. And they did. It was great. They and they got them. Yeah. yeah. I knew, yeah, I knew there was some dread when I saw they like, got em. <laughs> that they weren't showing you the lines. So, like, the script's there, and it's like blank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm like, uh-oh. Once, they, once it started going, I, look, I remember looking back at Rand like, oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what do we do? We don't know what's going to happen here. <laughs> so, we've got, so we've got good memories with Rand. Uh, we're going to fast forward a little bit more, and we get to Kofi Mania. All of this starting. Running wild. Elimination chamber. You get put in the match. Everybody realizes, oh, yeah, we love Kofi. He should be champion. (laughs) What's going through your head through Elimination Chamber? Man, you know what? Uh, Gosh, so I remember it was in Houston. And um, I think when the Elimination Chamber came down to me, Randy, and Daniel. I'm sorry. We didn't go to the gauntlet before the Elimination that's on me. I'm a bad storyteller. The gaunt was the gauntlet. Before? You did a gauntlet to get into the elimination chamber. Oh, really? Yes. It was. Oh, see, my, <laughs> I thought the gauntlet was after my my. There was another gauntlet after. There was another gauntlet after. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're so right. You're right. Yeah. So okay. Gauntlet match to get into elimination. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and I talked about this actually, uh, on the bump, <laughs> but um, you know, I took a picture with Dr. Tom Pritchard, and uh, boy, back in the day, he had uh made us do our Broadways at FCW in this hot ass room. You know, I remember What's a Broadway, Kofi. Our our Broadway hour long matches one on one. Okay, but an hour. All right, I just want yeah. to tell so you know, know. Let the people know what a Broadway yeah. is. That's yeah, all. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. You're right. You're right. Everybody out here ain't privy to the to the lingo and we the, would get and the in the jargon. ring and, and just go you through know? Hamilton. Yeah, it's <laughs> a Broadway <laughs> hour. Yeah, <laughs> this is pick your favorite Broadway <laughs> musical yeah. performance. <laughs> 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 oh boy. Anyway, so yeah, Doctor Tom made us do these uh, hour long matches in the heat, and um, I remember getting a call. Um, uh, and they said, hey, you know, you're going to be in this uh, gauntlet match to try and get into the elimination chamber because Ali got hurt. Uh, can you do it? And I was just like, yeah. You know, in my mind, it wasn't a thing of like making it. You know what I'm saying? I was mad because I actually did cardio the night before and I don't do cardio, <laughs> yep. you know? And uh, just, I was like, man, I would have never done cardio if I knew I was going to be in an hour long match. <laughs> this is my cardio. This is my cardio for the week. So that's what I was mad about. But I remember during the day, like everybody coming up to me and being like, you got to go an hour. Oh, I'm like, no, nah, Dr. Tom, like we did this like 10 years ago. I know I can physically do it. But um, getting into it, uh, you know, I, I forget who I had wrestled in that match up until I got to... Uh, uh, to AJ, you know, um, but the momentum was kind of building, you know what I mean? And people were like, oh my God, Kofi could potentially be in the elimination chamber. Um, and um, I got to AJ and AJ was like, uh, okay, Kofi, you know, you don't have to do that. I think I got put through a table by like- Rowan, I believe. Was it Rowan? I think it was Rowan. Yeah. And um, actually, this is like the most pain that I've ever felt in a wrestling <laughs> match. <laughs> so bro, and I, I, I almost cried on television- because Rowan hit me so hard in the back with a steel chair. And to everybody out there who's like, well, are those chairs? They're not real chairs, is they? You know? Oh, they real, you know? And, and Rowan hit me so hard and immediately, like, my, my eyes start welling up with tears. I'm just like, oh, and I'm like, I, I'm almost about to cry. And I'm like, you know what? it's probably okay if I shed tears because, like, that really, like, really, really hurt. Like, they'll understand. I'm like, uh, it's, they got to understand. Like, that hurts so badly. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, uh, maybe not. It's probably not the best idea. Maybe maybe I'll hold these ones just in. Just full-out crying, uh, I, weeping. I, honestly, if I let myself go, I would have been boohooing in front of the world in the middle of a match, Man, you know? I get so, it. Rowan, Rowan and I used to be teamed together all the time in practice in FCW. We'd always be partnered. And I understand <sighs> when he hits you, it's real to him. It's yeah, <laughs> I, I'm also aware. Oh, yeah. So anyway, you know, uh, eventually uh, me and AJ get in there, and um, AJ's you know picking me up, and he's you know telling me, hey, you know it's okay, man. You you did good, kid. You you you're, you don't have any shame, you know. And yes, everything we do is like storyline related you know what i'm saying what we do is uh storyline driven but at the same time like there's always that element of reality and um i fired back on aj and said i've been waiting for this moment for 11 years and you're telling me to stop to quit and go home after getting this close you know what i'm saying like i've had matches where i've beaten the world champion and not gotten a shot i've never been considered to be uh, good enough to be in the world title picture for over a decade and you're telling me to pack it up and go home. So yes, it was like a, a character-driven thing, but also there was a very real element of like, you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you know? So I think once people felt that, like that kind of sparked off this whole like, because uh, I, you know, I didn't, it wasn't into a microphone or anything like that, but they could still hear it through the camera. And um, 
They were like, yeah, you know what? He has been doing this for 11 years. Yeah. You know what? Let me get up and yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, come on. Go. Everybody starts like clapping and getting up. Yeah. You know, so, and then AJ ends up beating me in that situation. But um, yeah, uh, from that moment, like the people had it in their minds that uh, I was going to be in the main event of WrestleMania regardless, you know? So then uh, Elimination Chamber comes around and uh, the last three ends up being, end up being me, Daniel, and uh, Randy Orton. And then when I pinned Randy Orton, all of a sudden everyone's like, oh my God, <laughs> you know what? We could have, a, you know what I'm saying? Like this, he could go to WrestleMania. This could be it. So everybody, I'll never forget it in Houston. Um, and, and mainly because it was like such a hard day to get to that point. We had a show in Dallas, I think the night before. I had to drive there uh, and then our car ran out of electricity. So then like I had to take a flight, a really, really long day or whatever, but I don't know, yeah, I don't have to get into it. But like just getting there, it was like a really arduous day. And then to have to like go through a match as grueling as the Elimination Chamber um, to be able to like physically like pull through it and have a good match and then be the final two. I was so energized by the people. And I was like, oh my, let's like, see it. Goosebumps. Goosebump guy. Goosebumps, baby. Big goosebump guy. Coming. Goosebump guy. I'm a goosebump guy, you know? But um, I realized at that point, like, again, like, for a business that's supposed to be scripted, it became very real, you know? It became a very real situation where it was like, man, like, these people, like, they get it, man. They, you know, they they want it as badly as I do, you know? Um, and even at that point, like, I didn't, I don't think I even realized, like, that I did want it that badly until, like, it started to, like, I started to get close, you know? So I was like, it's either now or never because this momentum now, you know, will either carry us to WrestleMania. If it doesn't do it now, like, it's not going to be as big as it is now. Can we, uh, yeah. take it on the chamber? Mind if I yeah, yeah. wax poetic? One of the things that I'll always remember, uh, too, is I forgot how you vaulted up on top the of... The whole time I was trying to think about how you did okay. this. <laughs> of the chamber... The, the image of you, the way they shot it, you hulking up over Brian, the way you stood over him as he's cowering, just the way you got there, I just always remember that image being incredible and seeing just the image of your face and that look of defiance of, like, nothing is going to stop me from this moment as he realizes, oh, this, this whatever this tide is, is bigger than me. That's, that's how I at least interpreted it. Like when he realizes, oh, whatever's happening right now, this is this is something like too big to be denied. Like that image, that lasting image of you vaulting up and you you standing over him as he cowered is something that I'll always remember with that run. And so I also felt those same things, but then all the other thought on the other side of my mind was, and this is a throwback, listen to all of our podcasts, it was the exact same setup when Cesaro was standing over E, who was cowering to him. How dare you? <laughs> oh, oh, no. How I'm sitting there waiting Call like back. serious. I'm like, yes, yes. Oh. Sir. Call Same back. Situation. Check the archives for that yeah. one. Oh, man. Inside jokes. Oh, man. But no, oh, man. also, also the end of that, um, I like, and I'm grateful for um, the fact that it was, it was obviously about you, but the way we were able to be infused as well uh, was meaningful. So I remember, too, at the end of that, they had us go get you you uh but we sit on the steps and i think the, the cool thing with the chamber is so you have the chamber and when they open i think they open the doors and they put two sets of stairs together uh and there's just that image the match is over and i believe that was the main of that baby right that was that was it there's nothing afterwards and we they just sit with us for like a good minute 
as we're just the three of us together. And one of the things that like you've talked about, Woods, and that we've all talked about is that so often in wrestling, you have these factions and it's always about who's going to turn on who, who's going to split, uh, who's going to rise above the others, but to have this moment of brotherhood and not one that, okay, we'll just throw some guys together and do this brotherhood story in two months, but something where at this time we're, what, over four years together and, and in a very real way, we hustled together to get this thing off the ground. The fact that like we all worked to get New Day to work, but it felt very real for us. It was real for us yeah. because we had to sweat to, to get to this point. And just to have that moment for it felt, I think it was only about 60 seconds, maybe less, but that moment of all three of us together with you and just, I remember the crowd, I want to say it was Houston for the chamber. I remember how rabid that crowd was for you and to have that moment. Uh, I think when it feels real for you, it feels real for people as well. Yeah, and that's that's another big thing, just the fact that I feel like a lot of what we've done as New Day, and this is like the directive, you know, like we've been told that people, when they see New Day, they want to see us smiling and being excited and overly positive. So just having the ability or the, the opportunity to show that other emotion of like, no, we're not here and we're not like hanging our heads, but it's like we're here and we're we're upset but we're proud, like just being able to show another layer of who we are as, as humans, like that to me really put it over the edge yeah, with all that. Man. It was almost like nobody was like watching because I remember sitting there and then the camera shot, whoever took that camera shot needs to be given like an award because the WrestleMania sign is in the background, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we're Rico sitting shot? there. This is, probably, probably yeah. Rico. Suave, yeah. shout out to Rico. Hey Rico, shout out, shout out. But um, I remember specifically too, like you guys being around me and just like, obviously the cameras couldn't hear any of this, but you know, just saying like, you know, uh, great job, man, that was great. You know, just like, being so complimentary and like again goosebumps again god damn mm, but like you know what i'm saying like like you were saying it felt incredibly real yeah like and i was home watching it and yeah. i could feel that through the tv you yeah know what I mean? through those shots right. being like oh man like no like we <laughs> no. were so close yes. like yeah. i'm on my feet while you're on top of the chamber like at that time like yeah oh, oh, i think i remember crazy. what you were saying uh and it's just something that i like in life is get your flowers like yeah. give them their flowers while they like while they can still smell them uh, as a, I'm a big believer in that, letting people like know how much you love them while they're still around, while you still can, and you're getting so much love from people. And I just wanted, in a very real way, like, man, get your flowers, get this love from the people that you deserve. I think I heard you saying that through the TV. Like, I remember you saying that, like, maybe reading your lips, saying that, like, get your flowers, man, get your flowers. And I was like, I feel that. <laughs> Bro, Give them his flowers. What a moment, man. So, oh, so man. we get elimination chamber yep. done. Uh, and we fast forward. You end up beating. Daniel Bryan pinning him in a six-man match, so we yeah, had, which is supposed to give you a shot at Fastlane, right? So we get to the contract signing, right? And then he who shall not be named decides yeah. to come out, right, and says some things. And, and it was crazy. So this again goes to uh, the the genius of he who shall not be named because, like I said, there were so many people who were there saying, "Oh, look, the crowd's so amazing here. Let's do this now." And to be able to have the poise and patience to realize, you know what? Let's draw this out. You know, so now we're now we start. We start messing with the people, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> taking them on this emotional roller coaster. And um, now we have the contract time where everyone's like, you know what? Here we go. This is it. You know, Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan, Kofi's finally gonna get his shot. Here's the contract signing. We're out there and we're about to put pen to paper. And now here comes the music of He Who Shall Not Be Named. And Kevin Owens comes out behind him, you know? And I'm literally just standing there just like, what? Just watching the whole thing come down, and Kevin doesn't even acknowledge me, you know. And he comes over, signs the paper, and like to his credit, like that's what everybody wants, you know. So like he should be wanting to take that spot, but um, yeah, it was uh, 
it was an. It, I feel like there are a lot of times when we do stuff um, from a storyline perspective where we want to like do a certain thing and then it's not done the way that we want it to be done. With this whole like angle, this whole story, I felt like I came to work every single week and I was like, this is great. You know, we're doing this the right way. This is perfect, you know? So um, one of the few times that we can say that, you know? So yeah, just going on that emotional roller coaster, you know? Uh, so then he who shall not be named there we go. There we go. said that I was going to actually have a, uh, a, a two-on-one match with the bar, you know? So um, we end up having that match and they just beat the crap out of me. It wasn't interesting. It wasn't no. like a glimmer of hope. It didn't mean anything, but it was like, you know, they want to see Kofi. All right, we'll give them Kofi and we'll just beat them up in front of everybody. You don't belong here, you know? You talk about this emotional ride that the people are going on. Yeah. I feel like you you <laughs> left out the part, the emotional ride that we were going on. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Because we were in yeah. the same boat as the people, yeah. not having exactly. no clue what was hey, happening. You, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. You go, right. wait, he's in a tag match? Yeah. With the... What is happening? We're like, how is this advancing the story? Yeah. You know, how, what is this doing? You know? So then uh, we fast forward past that. Uh, Bar just beats you to a pulp and we are nowhere to be found. You have another gauntlet match to try and have a shot at Daniel Bryan and the heavyweight championship at WrestleMania. End up losing in that the last seconds. Yeah. Well, I, I, I won that one. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I won. And, and then... then Sorry, he, he who shall not be named. He who shall not be named comes out and says, "Oh well, you know what? You got one more opponent." And now out comes Daniel Bryan after I've been in the you know in the ring for an hour, and um, you know he ends up beating me, and uh, now we're back to where we started. You know what I'm saying? So it was great, man. It sorry, was great. Sorry to rewind a little bit. Uh, I remember the comment about us being the young bucks uh, from oh yeah. from oh, he who shall yeah. not be named. Was that from the contract signing? Mm. We had a promo seg with he who should not be named. I, I can't remember no. what it was then. It was because we were. It was. I think it was after. It was right before our gauntlet. I was going to say. Oh, I okay. Because I remember okay. us guys. three standing in there. Because like yeah. then, so the thing happened with Kof with Brian, and so we said we we're going to quit. Yeah. Oh, that's we. We shot the thing backstage. Yes. Uh, afterwards, and put it up on digital. And then we had the promo with he who shall not be named. We we're all just very surly with him. And he says, oh, well, of course you guys are going to the Hall of Fame. And I put that in the back of my mind. I said, well, you said it on TV. <laughs> yes. yeah. well, let's get a ring. Hey, um, you said it. <laughs> uh, and then I think that led to you and I, E, having yeah. the gauntlet match. Right. And then when he talked about, like, oh, us, how, like, you rode our coattails and yeah. how are these yeah. young bucks. I was like, like, oh, yeah. We're, I like, like I'm, I'm, I'm in my mid-30s, you know. I'm, <laughs> yeah. My hairline getting pushed back already. <laughs> yeah. I ain't that young, but thank and, you. And here, I'm riding my coattails. <laughs> Glad you think we're young. I appreciate it. <laughs> right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go!
Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations at Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. So before then, I don't remember when it was. Oh, I think it was supposed to be that day. Remember the original plan? I can't, my days are mixed up. But the original plan was at some point, you and I were supposed to go backstage on a tear, ripping things up. We oh, go to his yeah. office. Oh, something where we go to his office and we knock on his door and either he doesn't answer or he opens the door and says, like, oh, I don't have time for you today or something like that. But the plan was originally, I was so excited for this, is we legit kick in the door, yeah. like Biggie said. <laughs> yes. Kick in the door. <laughs> we tear his office up. We legit throw things over. I think he's in the office, like yeah. in the corner. Yeah. We're throwing tables over. We're getting to make a mess of his office uh, and just go on a rampage and like have this visceral anger about what's happening to Kofi. And one of the things that I really enjoyed with the storyline was that your story so closely paralleled Brian's, but to me, didn't feel that it was a ripoff or that it was derivative of Brian's story at all. And of course, like the fact that you're you're pitted against Brian at WrestleMania uh, when that comes is, um, but just I think a lot of the language was interesting to me. The way he talked that uh, he he who shall not be named talked about you, that you were a B-plus player, that you weren't good enough. It's a lot of um, thinly veiled, like, why exactly isn't he good enough when you have, what, at this time, what, 13 or 14 title reigns? You've accomplished more than 90% of the roster or so. You've been around for a long time and still doing it at a high level. It's, uh, I think, what worked well for that story is there's a lot of subtext where you, you either take it a certain way or you don't. But why exactly is this man right, going to be considered right, right. to Good enough. I mean, he's he's taller than a lot of guys. He's not. It's not like he's ten taller. years ago. He's, taller. he's got the height. Yeah. That's, what that's what a matters. real yeah. thing in wrestling. It is. But yeah. Trust we, me, I know. We have some, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm just. Sorry, man. It but it's not like 10, 15 years ago where you had to be six four and jacked muscles. We've had AJ Styles at this point as champion. We've had Brian. We've had a lot of guys who are sub six foot. We've had a lot of guys who are not that massive. So, like, what exactly are you saying here? Right. He never said it. So you right. take what you want from that storyline, but it's... it's yeah. Uh, I think that's what makes but stuff that, good sometimes because you interpret it in the way that it most emotionally affects you rather than having to be told, hey, the story is A, B, C, D, E. It's like A, B, D. Like, you know C is there, but what does C mean to you type of thing? And I think that, that helps people become more attached to the stories when they're done well. Absolutely. I felt like people... Where I was watching like the internet's reaction to a lot of like especially the backstage thing you guys did. We're like, maybe people like us just aren't gonna get our chances. Right. And so people were like really galvanized right. by that. Yeah. Like, wait, well, why don't people like them have chances? Yeah. And yeah. You take that how you want. And it was like, like us, whether it's right, Carter's right. or right. Like, you whatever. Can take it however you want to. Whether you want to be black, whether you want to be nerds, whether you want to be under six feet, whether you want to be under two hundred pounds, like there's yeah, so like, many. What is it? Sure. Because right. it does, it's like it speaks it's, to it's that whole list. So, like, which one pertains most to you? Bam. And, yes, we are talking about you. We're, We're talking, talking about, about everything. All of it. Yeah. 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 Um, so, okay. So, boom. Gauntlet match. You win. He shall not be named. Comes out. And, well, that was a screw job. He beat everybody and he screwed you. And so then uh, E and I have the tag gauntlet match, which we were told the week before that we were doing that. <laughs> we both just looked at each other like, 
Oh. Yeah. And you're, you're, Kobe's very, like, identical. Oh, an hour. And I, by the way, I remember, uh, so I was, I was trained under Dr. Tom Pritchard as well. Loved uh, Doc. Great guy. Um, but I was so relieved. When we did our Broadways, I was so relieved I never had to go. I kept waiting for my turn, waiting for my turn. Because I'm not a stamina guy. I've never been. I mean, in other oh. avenues. Anyways, like, but like in, as far as my wind, I don't have great wind to be out there for forever. I, I'm sorry. It was there. It was a softball. I yeah. lobbed it up for myself. You, and did. I, you, did. <laughs> you, you put it on a tee. You put it on a tee. I did put it on a tee. But I, I'm not like... I'm a, you know, that's not my, that's not my steez. That's not how I get yeah. down. So I was very grateful to not have had to wrestle an hour. Oh, uh, congrats to you. But we, we started looking, <laughs> me and Woods looked at each other and it's a tag. So that means you're doing <laughs> yeah. half as much work and the Usos aren't going to fight us. Right. So like, <laughs> they come out and cut a promo. So take as long as you yeah, want in that yeah. promo. Let that music run for a few minutes too. <laughs> so we can breathe. But it ended up being like not yeah. bad from, no. uh, from that standpoint. The match was like 30 minutes. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, it was really funny too because like, I remember you guys being so worried about it too. I'm like, they're going to be all right. Like, you guys are going to be more than fine. Yeah. We've had matches where we've wrestled like, you know, 30 minutes, 35 minutes. It's a tag team. And it's like, it's nowhere near as like arduous as a singles. But like yeah. seeing the, when you hear, oh, an hour, it's daunting to think about. It's it, a bad memory because in developmental, there was one day they said, who here thinks they're really good? My hand shot up. <laughs> you know who else's hand shot up? Connor from Ascension. Oh, and they go, boy. oh, dope. Our Broadway. We go, oh. <gasps> <laughs> 8 a.m. Oh, 8 a.m. But he was just tearing you up. So, and it was he was his first match back from uh, when he broke his back. Oh boy! And he went to go an hour. So I was like, that was all I was thinking about. It's like I don't want to do that again. So e, you and I had the gauntlet match. Mm -hmm. Usos, who we had this long-standing rivalry with, that when their music hit, they essentially told us, "Hey, you've been fighting this fight. Go ahead." Yes, we end up uh, winning that gauntlet match, which gives Kofi the spot to uh, be in the WrestleMania match, which, which again, is, which is awesome. Great that, brotherhood moment. Well, and that, that's like the epitome of New Day, is it not? Like everything that we do, we do for each other. Goosebumps again, sorry. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like that was just the epitome. Like I said, from a story storytelling perspective, that is the way that it should have been. And that was the best for all of us to yes. get to that point. You 100%. Know? Yeah. And so at this point, we're looking forward to WrestleMania. And as we spoke about previously, uh, a few episodes ago on the, on the New Day pod, hashtag New Day pod, uh, we were looking to get some sort of different music for Kofi to come out to for this huge match. And that was when we immediately hit up Mega Ram. Hey, and we I remember it well. There we go. I was in a drive-thru getting a burger. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Austin Creed, all right, what's up? And uh, he's like, yo, I, I, think, I think we're going all the way with this. And I was like, yeah, goosebumps. And then um, he's like, but I need your help. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, how about some music? Like, and you gave me samples of songs and things. And we got into like a group chat where everybody was dropping their like great ideas. And um, I had a good friend of mine, G1, who was uh, a great beat maker. And I knew he could nail it. And so I talked to him. Also, he was upset he didn't get mentioned. Can you all say G1 to, say to the rest? G1, 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 shout out, right. shout G1. out to G1, baby. He texts me, a friend of Megaran, huh? I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. I felt real bad. I wasn't I there. I felt bro. bad. I felt <laughs> like, bad. I'm oh, he sorry, had a lot to sorry, G1. G1, thank you shout so much for all the work you put into it. So Check him out, y'all. It was so important because he's such a big part of the story because I had a little bit of like prior engagements going on. So with another wrestling company. And, um, and so <laughs> I was you could getting, say getting another my butt one. thrown around in ROH at that time. <laughs> um, they had an idea. Well, I wrote a song for them. And I was like, they were like, come to Vegas and let's talk about this. Let's, let's have you play the song live. And then 
Bully Ray is going to beat you up. And I was like, all right, cool. So G1, I'm like, all right, I need you to start this idea. And then we're going to get back and start working on it and this and that. And we had the idea to have your mom on it and all these other cool things. I mean, it was... I, I swear it was like 15 drafts that, know, yeah. <laughs> that we did. A lot but, of back and forth. But at the same time, like, it came together so great. And I think you texted me a version with Wale on it. And yeah. I was like, oh, snap, it's getting real. Uh, Wale's one of my favorite rappers. Shout out to him. And uh, he killed it. And I'm like, oh, this is about to go down. Yes. And uh, so we were very close. And, um, you know, for, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. But uh, actually, when I talked to one of the guys about it, he made me understand it. He was like, there's a there's a certain effect that's gonna happen when it's a new day. Yes, it is. Happens. That, that crowd gets hyper when you all oh, insert city here. Like people get nuts. And so having a new theme, they could be like, mm, mm, I, mm, oh, you know, so it might take a while to get that reaction. So from that perspective, I, I understood it. And I was like, well, maybe another time this will happen. But um, but man, we worked our butts off on yeah, it. Yeah, we um, sure did. Very proud of what happened. Hopefully one day you guys will get to hear it so that we can stop like talking about it. I know, like, I know. Like, like, oh, it's a real it. dope song, man. You, <laughs> oh, you, you should have been there. You should have been You should have been there. That song was dope. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like, at this point, it was like Dr. J's detox. Yeah. I heard it, but you'd have it, you know. So, yeah. I don't, but um, yeah, man, I was honored to be a part of it, man. And yeah, man. And uh, yeah, we we like I love the the togetherness in the process of making yeah. it. Where everyone was offering these really great constructive like clues. On, okay, at this time of the song, I should do this and at that. So it was very meticulous, like re- very well thought out for all of you. So uh, you know, that just showed me how well you guys work together. Yeah. Where even with the song, everybody had really direct ideas. I think so. So, and this going into like uh, when we did the uh, the Usos rap battle or whatever, having you there with the creative process. I remember in Phoenix being in that back corner by the locker room in that little cage area. There's a lot of times where we have like promos or, or you know, just interactions and somebody will try to like sit in or a writer will try to sit in or like a producer will try to sit in. We have to like kick them out because they ruin the vibe, you know? Like when we do our thing, like it's usually us locked in and we just kind of crank it out. But to have you in there, <laughs> uh, uh, lyrically That was fun <laughs> God, I've been there yeah. I was in there so, <laughs> Alright, now we can get started so, uh, Yeah, anyway, man It was start every yeah, session but, yeah. With a good old crank out We got a promo <laughs> Alright, All right, right, now out. I'm ready But you gotta leave face the but wall But you can stay Oh my God You can, you can, <laughs> you can stay <laughs> Oh, I like you <laughs> You can stay You, you gotta go <laughs> I was honored to be invited yeah. Into the session But, but uh, just to, like to, You know, like <laughs> Not everybody can be in on our chemistry and to have, like, I really like, that's probably one of my favorite, like, moments in terms of the creative process, right? Is like, you know, having you there and even, and just giving like a little bit of advice and like, it makes sense, you know? And, Absolutely. And, and so I knew when we wanted to go to you with the uh, theme for the WrestleMania song, like, it was hand in glove, you know what I'm saying? So that was great. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you, you even reaching out for that, man. Uh, the wrestling, like, during the, the rap battle thing was like epic because I just kind of let you guys go and you like nailed it. And I could tell like you guys well, watched. <laughs> and you guys were like, I mean, you were into it. You we know survived. What I mean? We made it fun yeah. and funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, you yeah. Know, speaking of fun and funny. Yeah. So uh, during the rap battle, uh, while we're, we're tr- like practicing lines, it's like it's like Rocky, like hitting the meat. We're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Uppercut. Come on. We, we were hitting slow. the meat. We were <laughs> cranking it out. Crank it out. Golly, another softball. Cold cuts, baby. So oh, dear. Uh, there's a knock at the door. And uh, someone looks, everyone looks up and... No, no. Uh, John Cena walks in. And this was 4th of July, so it was like his return. He hadn't been on TV in a while. And uh, he came in the room, and I was like, oh, snap. Like, 
Word. And um, <laughs> that's, that was my yeah. <laughs> Oh, snap. Word. So uh, Cena's like, hey, guys, I just want to tell you, you've been doing a great job. Uh, I would love to... Um, <laughs> so, is he Obama? This, is is that Obama? Obama? Is that He's like, uh-huh. hey, guys, uh, it's been a long time since we had a rap battle. And uh, I know you guys are going to do great. And uh, keep going. And uh, and he left. And I was like, whoa, 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 I thought you were coming in to drop some bars in the battle. <laughs> yeah. And Cena's like, no, no. Rap is a young man's game. <laughs> I'm done. And I was like, young man's game. Uh, we'll see. So then, you know, Thugonomics came back later. And yeah, I was like, true. we're old. And the best rappers are old-ish <laughs> these days. So, you know, old uh, old age and young man's game, that's, that's a myth. But, um, but yeah, that was a really fun moment to have. Like, I really thought he was going to be like, okay, so when I run in on the battle <laughs> and, win, and win the battle by default, yeah. like, oh, Thugonomics. Right. <laughs> Um, speaking speaking of fun times, so <laughs> do you remember when we were in Vegas? Which time? <laughs> and Kofi said that if we win the titles, he's going to twerk on the strip. <laughs> I remember that. You said that? <laughs> Kofi said it he on said TV that. before we won them. I do not remember So that. we won the titles then- that night. And we all piled in the so car. Stupid. <laughs> and we, we twerked on the strip. Yep. The music. Just all these cars are like blocked oh because we're stopped. Like, I was there. What's the fountain? What's in the front fountain? of the Bellagio? The Bellagio, fountains. right? In was front of the Bellagio. There? No, I don't I think was. he was there. Okay. Yeah. There's no way he would have fit in the car. We were like still stuffed <laughs> in. And uh, you guys like triple parked on the strip. <laughs> it's like the thing everyone hates. People are just blasting music as and well as we can. Blasting from the music. Car. I'm like freestyling and Kofi's twerk. What a what, what are a, we what doing? A time. What a time. What a it was time like to a be alive. weird reverse Uncle Luke video. <laughs> <laughs> a weird reverse. I, I Uncle thought when Luke. you were talking about Vegas, I thought you were talking about the night with the Calves. Oh, that that, also that's that too another time. This is a, everything happens in Vegas. Yes. So we There's we go to uh, that club with Wale. We're hanging out. Rain is there. Yeah. So this is this is right after a pay per view. We have a, we're at T Mobile. Yep. We have that four way tag. Uh, this is the one with Gallows. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I don't know. I love Gallows to death. But I don't know how to describe it. But it was like it was like controller came unplugged. Right. So we <laughs> not when I'm drinking water. Yeah. So, but we have that match. And we already talked to Wale. This was planned like a few weeks ahead. We're gonna stop at this club. We had the next show. I think actually, I think it was in Phoenix. It wasn't for the rap battle, but it was, I think, so we yeah. had a flight the next day, so we're staying in Vegas anyways, and so we had this all set up, we're gonna go out with, with Wale, I think JoJo came, uh, we had a few other people uh, in the group too, and like, we, ne- we never got Danker out, was really. there? Because Danker was Danker there. Danker was there. Danker was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wale, at one point, we're out, like, having a good time, we have this little, little private spot set up, and this is already bizarre to me, because I never, I don't go out like yeah. this at all. We don't do this. But like, Wale's our boy, having an opportunity after Vegas, we're staying there anyways, why not? And then at one point, Wale says, he's friends with the owner of the Cavs, and they're coming through. They had just one, literally, just, like, just hours one. prior. Legit. Just became world champion. Dean Ambrose won the Money in the Bank and won the title. And at the same time, I'm getting a text that the Golden State Warriors just lost to the Cavs. <laughs> they were up 3-1 the too, same right? time, from the 3-1. Oh, it was that. And, yeah. and I was like, yo, the Cavs won? Meanwhile, they're getting on a jet and coming to Vegas. Straight Because they Vegas. won in Oakland. And we're like, what? What are the, the Cavs? What? And, <laughs> yeah, and then they're coming. So did we go to a different club? I think we did. We went to yes, another we club. Did it was, we were leaving because we were about to go to bed. Because we're yeah. like, okay, I've yeah. been here long enough. Yeah. Too much simulation. All right, about to go to. And then Wally comes in. Hey, y'all want to go hang out with the Cavs? <laughs> like, Huh? Uh, what? Like, yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. So he's getting those black vans, the, the <laughs> yeah, Jeep yeah. or whatever. Yeah, stretch trucks. <laughs> That's right. 
Went to the club. It was bizarre. It was so and you bizarre. See executives for the Cavs in there, like fifty year old men in their their shirts and ties. Yeah, just gone. I forgot about wow, that. I, I forgot about I think that. I had like my track pants on, and that security guard was like, "You can't wear Bro, those in here." Yeah, I and was I was like, "What?" That. And while yeah. I was in a full track suit, I was like, "While he's in this full track suit, he goes, though. You ain't Wale.'" Wale? <laughs> yeah. I was like, "I can wear those." You ain't sir. Unnecessary. At one point, I look over. There's. Remember that was that was when Jr. Smith was shirtless for like months after. I look over. He's just shirtless in the club. Shirtless in the club. Kevin Love comes over. We dap up Kevin Love. We get a picture with Kevin Love. He had the smoking skull belt around. He looked out at the title and he looked at us. Looks back down at it. He looks at us. His eyes get all big and he just opens them up. Like, yeah. yeah, it was like it was everyone so except for LeBron. I think was there. Yeah. It seemed like from the Cavs. You know what the most bizarre thing about it was is that like so the Cavs had a special uh, like circled off part in the middle, right? So we were in this part where like nobody else was, but then they had it gated off. So like all the fans who saw the Cavs coming were just like ogling over everybody. So they're just sitting there like I remember like grown grown men just dangling. Each party thing. Yeah, the wow. so we're all like, in the party please or whatever. Bring us over and the, the men are just rope. There Pull me in. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> Pull me so, like, in. all I'm drunk like, and everything. No. I was like, this is so weird, man. And the night took a turn just like that cuz we we're like you said we we're about to go to bed. Yeah. And then we're partying with the Cavs. The I NBA champion Cavaliers. Like, so this is the life of the new day, eh? <laughs> this is every Very day. Strange. He's like, oh, not at no. all. Normally we, <laughs> we hit a arcade bar and chill and real quiet. Also, <laughs> we've so we've hung out at many different gaming events, E3 being one of them. And I remember specifically you hitting me up one time say, Oh, we're gonna go eat. Uh if you wanna come through, this is where we're going. You know, uh this person's coming, this person's coming, oh, and we got Cisco. And but just like <laughs> kind of glanced over it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait, wait, like like Cisco, like Drew Hill, Cisco sleeping in my bed. Cisco? Like, what? <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. We've been hanging out together, like doing stuff in the studio. Like, of course I want to come. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. I was. You, I remember it's like a ton of question marks after. Like Cisco? <laughs> question mark. I was like, yeah. I, I just assume you guys had met. I'm like, he's a big gamer. Like, and that was a fun time. We all got together. You ate a bunch of steaks. Uh, we played Street Fighter at the dinner table. It was, it was great. <laughs> Tearing Cisco up. He's, I think like, we became friends on Switch, and he had like over over like 180 hours in Breath of the Wild. He is no joke. Zelda, he's, he's a true gamer. He's serious. Yeah, we got to get Cisco on too. Ooh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but being being friends with so many uh, well-to-do popular musicians, uh, you are always the guy that I look to who's always making new stuff. I feel like sometimes I hear musicians like, okay, cool, they drop like a song you don't hear from them for like months. I feel like you're constantly putting new stuff I feel stuff like I there. have to, just because uh, life just constantly inspires me. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, I got this idea, boom. And uh, that's why I wound up getting you on a song. Uh, yeah, we did a yeah, song was a thing, that was yeah. a lot of fun <laughs> called The Sunset Flip. And uh, mm. it's basically just about me begging him to teach me to wrestle. Like, he thinks I'm coming over to, like, play video games. And then I'm, like, in a singlet, like, yo, let's go. <laughs> you know? So I was like, this is just a funny visual. So, uh, so yeah, man, uh, I'm glad you were a good sport about that. You were like, yo, I'm not, I'm not very good at, at the rap. I don't know, man. I've been hearing, I've been hearing these raps. You got some my, bars. It's my GTA role play. No hey. pixel. Shout out, baby. Wu Chang Records. Let's Wu -Chang. go. Wu Chang. <laughs> yes. In fact, I'm dropping the video today. As the moment this thing airs, the video for our track Sunset Flip is going to air Bam. on my YouTube. So on check it out. YouTube's. This will you'll, you'll find links below and all that good. All stuff. them links. <laughs> uh, hell of a jam. And also, too. So you obviously you've been a wrestling fan all your life for a minute and you fell off for a little bit i did 
and then you came back in. What was it that brought you back into wrestling? Hmm. I'd have to say. You remember when uh, Mae Young gave birth to a hand? That was it? No. <laughs> no, 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 wait, seriously. Honestly, it was New Day, man. I don't want to like yeah. put you guys over. Yeah, round but, of applause. But yeah, I gotta, I gotta like honestly, man, just seeing you guys just being yourselves. And uh and just from from you telling me about the ideas from our early days of hanging out, and then to see it like played out on screen and to see natural chemistry with you guys, seeing three brothers hanging out, and um it's something I just never thought I'd see. You know what I mean? And I'm sure all of you think, like, when, when people think wrestling, and they think the black guy in wrestling, particularly the big guy, you got to be a certain way. You got to act a certain way. And I, I really appreciated seeing guys that were, like, kind of nerds and geeks and goofy like my, me and my friends. You know what I mean? And that's, that was what got me back into wrestling, honestly. So, uh, so thank you for that. Like, you brought something new to wrestling that I never thought could be there. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on your podcast. You did, you did. You made, you made, and I started pointing it out to other people. But honestly, you guys were so good at that, like being on the pulse of like pop culture, that videos of yours would start going viral. Like, I'll never forget you talking about the curry shoes and yeah, things nice. like that, right? <laughs> where like very relevant pop culture moments where friends would be like, yo, did you see these guys in the ring talking about this, the Steph Curry shoes? And I'm like, yeah, I know those guys. <laughs> so people who weren't in the wrestling were catching those funny viral moments and I was just like yeah like you guys are bringing in a whole new group of cats who either hadn't watched wrestling in a while or just felt that they weren't necessarily represented on that screen and uh, so yeah it's like the fighting that you guys do the fight to make it real like it's appreciated like we see it and we feel it well thank you man Appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you, yeah. man. On that Appreciate note, we're going to say thank you so much, hey. man, for being on. Sorry mm. I didn't have any embarrassing stories about or anything for y'all. Oh, no, you're good. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like we got to get we'll you get on again to and get you deeper into the, yeah. into the music yeah. aspect. We got to get some embarrassing stories on you, Woods. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you want them, though, maybe you can listen to next week's episode <gasps> because we got my man Michael Mosley. Oh, that's, that's my best <laughs> friend. He anything cosplay that you guys see us wearing, he builds. Anytime you see me cosplaying at any sort of convention or event, he's built everything. And uh, I've known him since I was like 19. So mm. I'm I'm kind of nervous about what he's going <laughs> to say about me, what he's going to tell you guys. I'm that's a, that's next week's episode. I'm gonna see y'all at Dragon Con this Ooh. year. I think. Oh, is, we're gonna get down. It's a very real thing. <laughs> uh, so like I said it before, thank you, Rand, so much for being on. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You can catch me, Xavier Woods, on the socials at Xavier Woods PhD on Instagram and Twitter. And then I'm at Hella Convention. So just keep up with me and you'll see me doing something fun. Ooh, you can catch me on the Twitter at True Kofi or catch me on the Instagram at The True Kofi. Mm -hmm. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at WWE Big E. But as you know, I don't need your follows. I don't want your follows. I don't desire your follows. You think that I get some kind of fulfillment from your follows? Oh, no, unfollow me. I don't need you and I don't want you. Rand, would you like to say your <laughs> socials? Yeah, I'll be I'll be taking Biggie's follows at uh, <laughs> Twitter. Uh, it's at Mega Ran. It looks like Meg Ryan because it's squished together. It's not though. Um, also Instagram, it's Mega underscore Ran. Uh, YouTube, it's Mega Ran, and Twitch, it's Mega Ran as well. There we go. Yep, across all platforms. I want Cameo too, just like E. 
Ooh, there we go. Respect. There we go. My camera Respect. There we go. And in order to get more of this goodness right here, whatever your preferred streaming service, make sure you hit subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help get the word out. And if you like the show, please, please, please share the podcast with your friends. If your friends don't know how or where to listen to the podcast, show them. It's easy. Honestly, it's as simple as Googling the new day, feel the power, and you'll see lots of different ways to listen. All of them for what? For the free. Mm. That's not a deal. That's, That's a steal. Uh, and for all you Android users, make sure to follow the show on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And if none of that works for you, if the technology in the year 2020 is just too much, mm -hmm. go ahead, hit that Google box and type in the new day. Feel the power. Hit that and box. It'll tell you exactly where to listen. All you got to do is hit that box. Hit that box. We'll catch you later.